she's smoking weed. Did you hear something? Yeah, Jesse's smoking weed. I think someone's outside. No, it's just the weed. <laughs> <laughs> just the weed, man. There's handprints everywhere. There's these stick people and handprints. Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jesse. And welcome to our show. The Blair Bitch Project. What up? <laughs> A nameless <laughs> production. And here we are coming into spooky season. Oh, man. And so spooky season means camping season. We went camping and shit went spooky. Yeah, we heard there was some really shitty, crazy stuff happening out here. We heard it's haunted here. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not even a ghost. <laughs> Jerry! I was just copying what some other people say. <laughs> <laughs> some people do say that. They're like, it's not a ghost. Yeah. You guys are weird. It's not. <laughs> so It might be. We got the Blair Bitch Project idea. From our bonus live with Kimmy. Yeah, so the other night we went um, on Instagram live. Yes. Um, and Kimmy has a show called, what is it? Famous, Almost Famous, or Fake Famous. And so we did a mashup um, with Nameless and Kimmy's Almost Famous, Famous, so, Fake Famous. Famous, Famous, Famous. So yes, it was the Nameless Famous mashup. Yes. And it was Fucking fun. <laughs> I, I had so much fun that night. It was late. It was like, it wasn't as late for us as it was for Kimmy. Yeah. But it was late and we we laughed so hard and we talked about so much shit. One of the things that we talked about was... If we had a serial killer <laughs> following us around or chasing us, which would it be? Something like that. Yes. And and I first I said scream. Yeah, and I said Freddy Krueger. And then I was like, wait, I'm just going with the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> and we were all, nah, fuck that. No way. <laughs> because that movie's fucking scary as fuck. <laughs> and so obviously we had to reenact the movie. Yes, it only made sense because <laughs> since we were in the jungle and the woods already. We are like, oh my God, we could just put a tent up and a fire and then we're just already camping. Camping. So here we are camping. Thank you, Kimmy, for the idea. We dedicate that to her. Check her out on TikTok. Is she on Instagram too? Well, I mean, she is famous, famous, famous. Famous, um, famous. <laughs> famous, almost famous, fake famous. Yeah. She made fake famous categories specifically for me and her. <laughs> Famous. We argue about this all the time. But I said we're almost famous. Almost. Fine. Almost is hard a work. really long word. I mean, uh, almost. I don't, isn't doesn't mean, yeah. I don't count well known for work and dedication as famous. Well, we're well known for helping people and for being there for people and for starting really <gasps> cool things. We just have to be sexy. Now I can be famous. I tried to sign up for a modeling job. <laughs> they didn't call me back. <laughs> I was going to say, it's she had to pay. Yeah, they wanted me to give them $99, and I was like, fuck. I don't even have, I'm trying to make $99. <laughs> Not pay you guys. Dang. Well, it takes money to make money. Oh. <laughs> fuck that. Oh, see? Yeah, I mean, Whatever. I'll make you a model. I'm already a model. Look at look at my modeling shit up on Instagram. Oh yes. Also look at my Instagram and our Instagrams. Yeah, we have all kinds of Instagrams and <laughs> Facebooks and fuck yeah we do. Yeah. A nameless production, Dirty Sisters OG, Jesse Z Rules, Melissa Pofek. Yeah. Fucking find them. Yeah, <laughs> and if you're really into dogs, there's Chubb's Life. A specific dog. Like a bulldog. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Anyways, I don't know what you're supposed to talk about when you're camping. Um, we can talk about last week. Really needed a vacation. This one here, you know we worked really hard. You guys, the last episode, you guys heard us say, like, how hard we worked. We worked real hard. And Melissa that, said, we're going to work 
more and harder. I'm pretty sure Jesse said, I'm going to work more and harder. <laughs> well, I <worked> my ass <laughs> straight, straight to the to hospital. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, so this one worked too hard. Um, now we have to pick and choose what we're doing. <laughs> hospital. So she went to the hospital. It was terrible, you guys. <laughs> I got sick. <laughs> and we worked too hard and messed myself up. And I was bummed. This is yeah, being weird. I can see your head now. I, I was like, you're not, guys. The fucking tent. <laughs> we bought it. We bought one of those cat-sized ones, the mini display ones. Yeah. And they were like, we don't have the you real can't stand. pole. And we were like, it's fine. You're it's only, fine. We have poles. It's because you're supposed to lay down and sleep in the tent, right? <laughs> you don't need to stand. What? <laughs> and speaking of not being allowed to lay down, so I went to the hospital. I went to the emergency room, and they don't let you lay down. Well, it depends on which one you go to. The one she went to was Dick's. Uh, they put me sit. back in the waiting room. Yeah. In the waiting wow. room with an IV next to somebody who's fucking boogers and shit. And that guy's puking and there's like crying babies barfing on their dads. And I was like, this doesn't seem sanitary. Yeah. Like, I literally was like, so you put the alcohol and you put the needle <laughs> and then you put my arm on a chair where that man just got up and you didn't fucking clean it because this is a fucking waiting room. Emergency rooms are crazy weird. It was icky. And so, and I have EDS, so like, I mean, I know I hunch over a lot, but like, my body doesn't support itself. Fucking, so yeah, I went to the emergency room. I said, I have gastroparesis. I need the GI cocktail that you guys did last time <laughs> just look on my chart you saved me before <laughs> yeah. it's happening again help, help, right help. i was just literally like crying about to lay on the ground and then finally i would love i was able to like curl up in a ball sideways on the chair and i just covered myself in a blanket my body doesn't like to puke in front of people well i don't think anybody wants to puke in front of anybody and i puke so often that like I can go, okay, it's going to happen, and just kind of choke it down till I get home and stuff. She's like, yeah, I was sitting in the back of your car. I was about to puke, but I just... I just swallowed it. That's what she said. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. And so it sucked, and they're like, well, you haven't puked the whole time you've been here, which I did, actually. I had to get a couple of those bags, but I was like, yes, I did, but you can't expect me to just puke in your waiting room, like fuck dude yeah i should have stayed and got another bag but i lied and said i was fine and went home <laughs> <laughs> yeah my sister was pissed <laughs> yep so jesse um has to slow down yes we are not allowed to do five things in one weekend anymore ever again i was at home i knew what was happening to me i was very sick and I do have gastroparesis, and I don't weigh a lot right now. I'm just going to put it out there. I weigh 100 pounds. Yeah. At one point in my life, I weighed 200 pounds. Well, one, I quit taking birth control. Uh -huh. I started doing, making homemade bread, making homemade pasta, and doing all these changes to my diet that, like, made me feel better. Mm-hmm. And then when I had surgery in 2019, I got severe gastroparesis. My weight plummeted since then. Yeah. So I've lost 40 or 50 pounds since then, and I can't put it back on. And so I was very sick. I was too sick to get myself to the doctor. And I have a very good friend named Melissa, and she called a home nurse. I'm all you do? Yes, I do. <laughs> Melissa? She's Who's like, Melissa? I've never heard about this friend before. Who the fuck is Melissa? <laughs> and so uh, Melissa called a home nurse to come and try and take care of me. Uh, turned out I didn't even qualify for that. My health was too bad. My weight was too low. Heart rate was too low. And so even an at-home nurse said, get your ass to the hospital. Yeah. So I did. Yeah. When you think you got to go to the hospital, you probably should go to the hospital. And one thing that she said to me is, you got some really good friends in your corner and i do and i would like to say thank you yeah thank and you and thank you demir too because yes. demir's demir's more worried about jesse than i am even and it's like he's every time he's always got like some plan like some master like plan he's when it comes drunk. to 
when he tells me them, and I'm like, I don't want to do that at all. And he's like, no, it's a great idea. <laughs> Jesse, let's say no. Yeah, stop saying no. <laughs> so this time I didn't say no. Yeah. And then they got there and then they, she was like. Oh, yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Yeah. Get in the car now. And, and you did. guys saw me on camera the day before. And I kept saying, I'm tired. I don't feel right. I don't feel good. And like. Even my posts on social media, I was like, fuck, I don't feel good. I'm trying to just trick myself. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> she wasn't fine. It went fast. I'm fine. And I was not fine. But And then the very next day, I was fine. I'm back on Reglan and shit, which that shit makes me crazy and it sucks. But, you know, you only got so many options sometimes. Yeah. So I'm doing that. And thank you to all of my friends. I am very thankful for all of the friends that I have gained in my life in the last couple of years. You guys know who you are, and if you're, like, questioning, oh, I don't really know if that means me. It probably does, so thank you. Yeah. And so don't talk shit on people for being fat or skinny. Yeah, that was one of our points, too, is if you want to really look at the big picture, saying things to somebody who is skinny or saying things to somebody who is overweight are both the same because they can be hurtful to both of those people. You don't know if somebody who's very skinny is fighting to save their life, fighting to keep food down, fighting to gain or that weight. Why they would be. Yeah, the same thing with people that are overweight. You know, not everybody can be skinny. You know, the same thing with, with Jesse. She doesn't know what the fuck to eat yeah <laughs> so she doesn't know what to eat to keep her to give her the nutrition so that she'll gain the weight because and i have food intolerance yes so the reason this came up was because i was being skinny shamed kind of multiple times had to defend myself against bulimia and anorexia and i joke about puking a lot yeah but fuck is i ain't sitting there going i'm gonna throw up so i can eat more no i'm going I wanted to eat this whole taco and I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm scarfing down like three tacos and she's on one and I'm like, oh, I should slow down. This isn't fair. <laughs> I'm like, you know, <laughs> I ain't trying to be fair, you know. <laughs> there was a few times where I was like, dang, like people are using skinny against me. And in my head, I'm not a skinny, cute girl. I've been two of me. I have been 200 pounds, literally. I mean, yeah, I was pregnant for part of it, but, like, yeah. I was a big girl. I've been in, like, plus-size jeans. Now I wear children's-size jeans, and people are shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, <laughs> you're not happy when I'm fat. You're not happy when I'm small. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> and so don't be mean to yourself either about your weight. Yeah. Because I'm always mean to myself about my weight. So, like, I've always had an issue with, how I how I look <laughs> she said yeah she was all yeah yeah so like, <laughs> I used to when I before I quit drinking I always I always worked out I always went to programs I always did all kinds of different things because I was always at least a good 50 to 60 pounds overweight I fucking hated it and I always like would work hard but then I wouldn't lose the weight and so then I'd give up and I'd starve myself and I'd take diet pills and I'd do all the things and then I quit drinking all of a sudden I started losing weight and then I lost like a lot of weight yeah there was a minute where and I but a lot it of just, it was like I was sick like two different times and then I had all kinds of things going on and then I was fucking going fucking crazy I had to figure out my medication and because I have anxiety and depression and all of those things so it's like um, once I figured out my medication, then I feel like I started to eat better. I started to not have those problems. But now I look in the mirror and I'm like, dang, I remember I was like 10 pounds lighter than I am right now. And I'm like, dang, but those pants fit really good. And so <laughs> I am bad about it because I'm not overweight. I'm not underweight. I'm um, pretty much perfect weight for my height and my age and all that shit. But I will still say like, oh, look at this fucking piece of fat right here. Like I'm a fucking dick to myself, you know, and so are so many other people. See, and know? like I do it too. And now I don't have any spots to go look at this fat right here now i'm like dang look at this fucking empty saggy skin right here yeah could i get some fat back to fill it up fuck so no matter what we're never going to be truly truly happy with ourselves because there's always going to be something that is happening and going on but you have to remember that like but then knowing that you can go nah, fuck 
all that. I yeah. am truly happy so, with myself. So that's what I was getting to. I was like, but then you can also just be like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Fuck that. Yeah, like just love yourself and love the person that you are and fuck everybody else who doesn't um, or people who say things to you to make you feel like icky. And that was like, kind of why it came up was because like one i i don't even weigh enough for at-home care yeah and that's concerning melissa is mean to herself about her weight she's always like i need to lose five pounds that was also when i talked about my eyeballs being really big and she was like well your face just seems getting smaller <laughs> so yeah they're gonna look big what the fuck do you expect <laughs> I love her. I'm very nice to her normally. <laughs> she is nice. And it was like a factual thing. I was like, dang, I should change how I do my makeup. I was doing it the way where it makes your eyes look bigger. Yeah. And I was like, when did I pick up that habit? Or like the one where you put the makeup on and it makes you look like your cheekbones dip in. Oh, I yeah. did that today and I went. <laughs> well, no, you got to put it up over the cheekbones to make that pop out. Yeah, and so I was like, shit, I had my fat girl habits of makeup come out today. So if, if you feel like you are too thin and you want to add some, like, width to your face, take it from your temple down to, like, your nose that way. Like, here. If you are trying to thin out your face, you are going to take it from your temple down your cheekbones. You did the kissy face. Because then so, you make it cheese. I did the kissy face one today. And if you look, I don't need to fucking do that shit. And so for a second I looked really creepy like a skeleton. I had to like rub it. <laughs> and I was like, ah, fuck. It wasn't as horrible as she thinks, but I understand. <laughs> but yeah, so it's all these weird things where like people give me that, well, you're just skinny, so no fucking meh. And like, I'm. I noticed I was being discredited a few times, and I was like, "You can't say that. I can say whatever the fuck I want. I have been fat. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking. I'm just so mad. Everybody's been so negative, and everybody hates each other all the time. And I'm just like, wow. Just we're all beautiful. You're all sexy beasts. <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up and just love yourself. Yes, <laughs> love. And so I do. That was my point. I love myself. And people were saying these things to me, these little nitpicky things, and it was several people, some of them I don't even know, and it got to me, it got in my head where I was like, am I doing, I'm not doing this to myself. Yeah. What the fuck? It's just, sorry, it's just how I am. Like, right? <laughs> I don't know, I've gotten both sides of it, it's fucking weird to me sometimes. So be nice, that's all, basically. You guys better listen to her, listen to her, listen to her. Fucking be nice. <laughs> <laughs> fucking listen to her <laughs> be nice or fuck off <laughs> I like when people go that's not nice and I'm like well that's the fuck off part yeah so <laughs> yeah. oh boy so basically we took it easy because I puked myself into the hopsicle the hospital and then now I'm back on medication that I don't like taking because I get very awful side effects from it. So I have some life adjustments to do again, which pisses me off. I feel like an old person stuck in this body. No, I feel like a young person in an old person body. Yes. <laughs> Strike that. Reverse it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yes. So thank you for letting me yell about that. <laughs> and oh, our I'm show is like... over, so you guys have a good night. Look <laughs> 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 like camping. <laughs> All right. One of the things that we did last weekend is we went to Sea Legs. And while we were at Sea Legs, we did an interview with Vonalia. Here's that. All right. So we're here at Sea Legs in Huntington Beach with Vonalia. And she was just playing an amazing show for us. Um, we tried to get her a couple months ago and we weren't able to, so we're super stoked to finally get a chance to sit down with you. I'm stoked to be here. Thank you guys for taking the time to connect and, you know, hang out with me. Yeah. It's also cool. We were able to grab you now and you're doing even more now and you're busier now. So it's like, oh, hey, yes. Kind of works out. You know what I mean? Yes. Life is happening. And you brought a really big crowd to Sea Legs. We've been to Sea Legs 
a million jillion times and that was a lot of people and they were all involved in dancing and that's something sometimes it doesn't happen and it was so nice to see and everybody was happy yeah the vibe here was pure love and joy and just everybody coming around that, that's that's all i could ask for like even some guy today he like asked me where my tip jar was and i was like your love is the tip like i don't I don't want that like I want the love and like that's what makes playing shows so great and you know um, how you were saying like that there was like a lot of people here like that is something that's eye-opening for me because a lot of the times I'm like oh, I'm not cool like I don't think anybody's gonna come you know and like I never really like headline things so it's like to have a decent amount of people show up and show me so much love it's like it really puts my life in perspective you know and it makes me realize like how much I really have, and I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, you you show it, especially with your fans and everything, or the people that are out there. I used to be a fan, and going to shows is literally like what made my life, what helped me get through my nine to five or school or whatever I had going on. And when someone's like taking their time to like let you know how much they appreciate it. I remember one time like, Kyle from Slightly Stupid came out after a show and just shook everybody's hand and like I remember thinking like I'm never gonna wash my hand again yeah you know what I mean and for me if someone's taking time out of their day to like come to a show and like make an effort to be here and be with me I want to show that same effort back because I wouldn't be able to do what I personally love if it wasn't for those people who are making that effort yeah yeah you know it's like oh I cool I get to say hi to Vana but if like we have a conversation like then there's a bond that starts and yeah. then, you know then I see certain people like a couple of years from now where I see them in different places like um this little girl bella she always is in the front she's i think maybe 10 i don't uh -huh. know how old she is but she's come to a bunch of shows and she's always in the front and i saw her last week at reggae rise of vegas she was in the front and then i saw her today and she was in the front and it's yeah. like how could you not want to give your time to someone who's doing that for you yeah like this kid traveled yeah, for me to come and see me she traveled and she's stoked <laughs> on yeah. it like you catch girl you catch their hearts you know i a honestly wasn't anticipating hearts. that like like i didn't think that i had like a, a like a like a younger audience yeah and when i saw that that's really what opened my eyes like i was already being consciously the way i am but like i'm very conscious about what i do and what i say and what i put out there yeah. because i know there are little girls watching me and i never thought that was a thing so i used to just be doing whatever now i'm like extra yeah you know someone's looking at me right now and like you know well your stage presence and how you you go onto the stage and you told us earlier you know there's certain things you don't do before you're going on stage and that's great because you know you want to give a hundred percent your undivided person to the people your fans that came to see you and and I like that you said that because you were like you know I want to be able to give them all of me not yeah. some like random version of me yeah which, which is cool I also liked how you said um, you you greet everybody you can't believe that they're here to see you totally and that's crazy too because you're fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know so like for you to be like i can't believe it it's like but look at you you know and you've, you've climbed so far up the ladder so quickly you know you're just you're doing amazing things Thank so you. what is coming up for you um, so one thing I'm really stoked for is the Hyrie tour. I had that coming up in the spring. Um, she just put out her new album, Mood Swing. You guys should check it out. It's super, super big. Yeah. Oh, my kids freaking love yeah, it. It's awesome. And I'm like, that was like one of the things that like I was trying to do since I first got here. Just a show with Hyrie. Anything yeah. with Hyrie. <laughs> yes. She, she just like opened up a lot of doors for like someone like me to like come into the scene with like open arms because like even right now i'm still getting a little bit of like tension you know in certain places and you kind of really have to put your foot down and and say what you deserve and you know from being a woman yeah from being a woman totally a woman in any scene anything like you're just gonna have like some to sort of resistance and yeah and like i'm not saying that like woe is me or whatever i'm just being like for real like i've had to deal with some stuff just being a girl like you yeah. know you have to be like i get the festival slots sometimes that are not maybe the best ones even though i may have more 
listeners than the other band, you know? Yeah. But that, there's politics involved and all this stuff. And sometimes you just kind of have to eat it. But there are some times where, like, I'm able to get that slot because of Hyrie. Yeah. Because yes. she's had that slot in the past, you know? And because she's, like, worked her ass off to show, like, hey, women can do this, too. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just really stoked to, like, absorb her energy every night. Because, like, anytime I go out on tour with a band, like, I'm always watching, like, front and center, like, K-Bong, the movement, whatever. Like, I'm literally in the front, like, watching. Yeah. And she just has, like, a different type of energy because she has the feminine energy. And I can really take notes versus, like, there's only so many notes I can take from the movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're dudes. But taking notes from Hyrie is a, is a different thing for me. So I'm really stoked to be able to, like, just absorb her a little bit. And, like, now we're at the point where, like, she knows who I am. So, like, if I see her out, she's, like, stoked to see me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, the, I was at a concert the other day and she came out. And she was like, oh, my God, Vonna, you're here? And I'm like, you care? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, funny, because I told her, I go, I walked up to her and I said, I'm Melissa. And she goes, I know you are. And so I was the same way. Way, so she's know. like, Dang, she knew who I was. She knew who oh I was. That's, that's <laughs> so, good. So yeah. it's 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 a circle. I mean, it just you know that's that's how it goes. And her inspiring you inspires us, inspires other women, and that's a lot of the reason why we're doing what we're doing. You know, we're inspiring women to step out of their comfort zone, do what you know they've always wanted to do, fight for like their their goals and everything. And and that seems exactly what you you know spread the energy you're spreading, the voice you're trying to Thank tell you. is exactly what we're trying to do too and you know we're women in the world in the industry and we understand how hard it is too also there's just not that many women because we started doing reggae interviews there's not that many yeah. women yeah yeah there's not that many i mean even like <laughs> i i think surf roots they did an interview uh with me at uh reggae rise up and they were like how did it feel to be the only woman act of the day? And I was like, what? I didn't even realize that, you know? And they're like, yeah, Ellie Mack was yesterday's woman of the day. And I'm like, what? It's so weird that it's like woman of the day and not yeah, like, Yeah, just you an know, artist. Like, who's here. Yeah, and it's not to say that like they worded it like that, like all my yeah. love to surf roots, but like it's yeah. just like, the I didn't realize that I was the only girl that played on Sunday. Yeah. And Ellie Mack was the only girl that played on Saturday. And You're, So if anybody needed that feminine energy, you were it. I, I, you yeah. know, I'm saying like one and done, but like I think it's really important to lift other women up. Like um, Dora Lee, who opened the show, mm -hmm. I always want her like opening when I play here, or like you know whatever I can to like do things with her because like I know her work ethic and what she wants, and you know it's hard to be a girl and like not know where to go. Like so, I'm always trying to show her extra love too to be like, yo, yeah. you can do this. It's not as scary as you think it is. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, and no, when she got up and cool. you guys were, she jumped up and you didn't know she was harmonizing with you. That that was magical. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I didn't know if I should or if I shouldn't. I was like, dude, I was stoked. Like, yeah. anytime you want to. Like, and, and that's the type of doors we need to be creating for other women because I was scared as all hell to talk to Hyrie. Uh, yeah. Like, up until, like, she started being cool with me. And, and I realized she was cool with me the whole fucking time. I was just scared. Yeah. To, like, go and say what's up yeah. like because we've had a few interactions where i was just like oh my god like oh my god oh my god and super like, fangirl yeah and i just didn't say anything and i was just like great great networking vana like <laughs> you know and i just didn't say anything but like now we're at that uh, another level yeah. so i think it's important for us women to stick together and i think it's just as important for us to be amongst the men oh yeah to show like hey i'm here we've we've made so many amazing connections with with the male artists and of this scene as well you know i mean yes Yesterday we had triple thread in our studio yesterday and it, we were just hanging out with them afterwards just having a good time just talking laughing it was like we were part of the bros you know and so women can be the bros too <laughs> to well, but I mean you and Harry alike have the males behind you you yeah. have the men playing the music and supporting you and like and that in itself is something really special too like me and my band we have a long-distance band ship from SoCal to Santa Cruz Oh dang! Yeah. I didn't know that. They all—they're all—they all just left to go drive back to Santa Cruz. Oh dang. dang! They came last night and they drove back this morning just for the show. Dang. Oh well, we love them. Yeah. yeah, those boys love and respect me, and vice versa. I love and respect them, and I'm willing to have that relationship because 
your band is who you spend the most time with. They are giving me everything that I want and more and it's such a gem. In the reggae scene, a lot of the artists that I've like been around, they're very like conscious of me being a woman and like, you know, they make the extra step to like push me up if I need it. Yeah. And hanging out with K Bong, for example, you know, like he never makes me feel like I'm like the weird girl that's just like hanging out. He makes me feel like I'm one of the dudes, but they treat me like a lady, you know? Yeah. Yes. And I really appreciate that balance. They've kind of become like my second little like yeah. band home, you know? Like every one of those dudes in the band are super cool and like yeah. just making those connections with anyone is super because cool. Because music is family. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I didn't have my people until I dove all the way into the music scene. And that's where you find the people who speak your same soul language. And it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, it's just people who can relate and understand. And then you all give each other the avenue to speak your soul, to play the music, to sing the songs, stuff like yeah. that. So it's all together. Yeah, totally. Just being seen as a person, it's it's awesome. And that's why I love the reggae scene so much, because everybody, I think, is like that. Like, Shout out to Michelle of Wonderland Travel Plans. If you need help planning the vacation of your dreams, hit up Michelle and she will help you do that. And if you have any digital needs, hit up Gentle Giant Digital. They can help you with all of your needs in the digital world. Ha <laughs> 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 So yes, thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. And if you want to say thank you, Anthony, too, Go to Gentle Giant Digital, and like have she him, said. And help you with all your digital needs, because that's what we do. He <laughs> does a good job. <laughs> thank you, Anthony. And thank you, Barefoot Radio, for having Dirty Sisters Hour, because it's the best hour on the radio. It really is. Stay and listen to us. Stay, yes. Don't go. And enjoy <laughs> the rest of this episode. <laughs> it's really nice, because it's like, not only do I not have an issue, but they're trying to, like, lift me up, you know, like... I don't know, like the Expendables, for example, they're fucking huge. I used to like fangirl every time. Like I would, on the East Coast, I would fucking hit three of their shows in one run because I was just trying to like see them. And they take the time to say what's up. Adam is always like, yo, we should do some covers. We should do something together. I'm like, yes, you should. Yeah. yeah I'm like, what is, yes, you what is life? Like, I can't believe this is happening, yeah. you know? Like the level of care is just like, I'm so grateful. So when did you start playing music? When I was in college and uh, I was doing like a pre-med program to become an OT and then I was like doing covers to kind of like get my mind off of it. It was like a very like schedule where like you couldn't miss a class, you had class every single day. And I was like, I'm just gonna start singing because I got a ukulele and like yeah. I need to like relieve some stress. So that's I, like some people use baking and then exactly like, everybody has their little thing. And like I had put some stuff on Instagram already, and like a few people that like weren't my mom were like, this sounds good. <laughs> like, All right, cool. I guess I can start doing this. <laughs> so then I just started doing covers on YouTube, and the first song that I did was a Pepper tune, and they found me and well, yes, they, they like yeah. posted my cover, and I was I messaged them, and I was like, I can't believe you guys. When was like, this? Yeah, I was just gonna ask because I remember this happening. That it we've happened. been watching the whole yeah, time. Yeah, we've been around since you since you started. It had to be like uh, end of 2017 because I came out with them in like 2018. Because okay. it was still while I was in school. They were like, uh, they posted this. this cover of me, and I was like, yo, thank you so much for doing that. And they were like, yo, like, you know, we have a record label, right? Like, do you write any songs? And I said I did, and I totally didn't at the time. Like, I had no songs. <laughs> yes. And I was like, you yeah, always say do. yes. Always yeah, say always yes. say yes. Yeah, always say I know how to do that. It was against my intuition, but there was something in my body that just took over and said, yeah, I have. Yeah. So I went home, and I wrote a couple tunes. Then they, like, linked me up with Cashed Out, and we kind of put, like, a little bit more of, like, a, a full band spin on everything, and we sent it to them, and... It was supposed to be like a deal for just one song and then it ended up getting like a whole album out of like the one tune so i was like life is just moving so fast i'm yeah. just like wow like because this was this was like in 2018 and end of 2017 i was supposed to be finishing up school and i was like yo like i literally have paid for school myself and like i i haven't missed a class and like i don't know if it's cool with you guys but like can i just have a little bit of time to finish school before like i start touring and all that stuff and like you know trying to like give up full time to music and they were totally cool with it yeah they gave me the extra semester that i needed to like graduate from school and then 
I never used my degree after that. <laughs> at least you have it. <laughs> it was for my mom. Like, yeah. my mom is totally stoked that I'm doing music, but, like, my parents are immigrants. Yeah. So I wanted to give them that piece of paper that said I graduated college with a BS. Yeah. Because I know they wanted oh, yeah. that. I know they wanted that. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I did my part. But then I went on tour uh, March of 2022, of course, when the world ended. And I didn't <laughs> think it was a thing. Like, it just seemed so, like, surreal. Even the world getting shut down for two weeks. I was like, no way. Yeah. And it happened. And then I I had the biggest shock of my life because it was so hard to be here. And, like, my one thing was, like, not having time to, like, spend with my family. Like, I always think about that in New York. That's the reason I never left is because I wanted to spend time with my parents. Yeah. And then it's like the world shuts down. They're a little older, so I can't go home because I might have something. I don't want to, yeah. like, bring it over to them. So I'm literally just, like, stuck at home wondering if I made the right choice by quitting my job, leaving my family, and I'm here alone. Yeah. So I'm like, it was a very like weird time for me, but because I made it through that, it makes me give my all to like right now. Anytime yeah. I'm having a moment of self doubt, I'm like, bitch, the world was shutting down and you still went out and did it. So the yeah. world ended and yeah. you're, and look at you now. And I'm still like a musician. Like <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to go elsewhere. So I'm like, I'm very grateful for how it turned out. Okay. So it happened so quickly and you admitted that you just kind of started writing songs. <laughs> the songs that you sing and cover compared to the songs that you have written are are very different and you have the vibe for both of them Thank but you. watching you sing your original song that one feels like it's for everyone else and then when I see you sing like sublime covers and shit and you start fucking cussing and you're like <laughs> that one's for you yeah and I can see it like you're like okay this one I keep in my pocket because it makes me happy this one I wrote because I needed to say it totally totally my originals are also for me too because I always say that like my songs are to me from me. Things that I wish that someone would have told younger me because I spent a lot of my life not liking myself and just like with negative thoughts. But see, and that checks out it, it, to a younger you. And then you started out talking about like, there's a little kid watching. Yeah, I was just thinking the same <laughs> thing. Like it's crazy how it, it comes back, back around that way. Like now you have these fans that are not just 42 years old and you know you have you have these young kids that are nine years old that are going to hear your message listening to what you're to trying to you tell younger yourself. you that's why it's so special to me because like i really wish i had somebody in my ear telling me these yeah. things like i had all the love and support in the world growing up but sometimes life just throws curveballs at you yeah. and you're just in a different situation than you expected and i just want to give out love like every time i hear one of those songs like i play an original it really comes from my heart it's really yeah. coming from a place where like i don't know like how you were saying there's like any like songs like certain songs are just for fun and whatever these songs like i wrote for like to heal with them yeah and they've helped me heal and every time i sing them they help me heal nine-year-old me is still in me yeah healing from that pain when i sing yeah. So it's really special to have that. The energy behind them, you can see it. You can see how the difference in like how they shaped you, like the sublime one. I don't know. That's like the hoops. Yeah. To I always remember hoops. Let y'all know I'm from New York. Um, yes. But like, <laughs> that's really like my vibe. So it's fun when I get to play it because my vibe of originals is very different. And I'm very trying to like love, what, you know, and that's just me and radiate that. But I also have like, you know, my little... It's, yeah, it's like you know? the roots and where you came from and then what you've grown into. And it's all totally. shows within one concert Thank you in guys. the way that you sing and present your music. Well, like I said, I try to pick the songs that are my favorite songs. The songs I already know all the words to. You know? <laughs> so it's like when I'm, If everybody else knows the words, then you probably know the words to them too. So. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's cool. Like being in California, I'm not from here. I'm not from where everybody knows Sublime. Yeah. I'm from out there where they're like, oh, I've seen the sun once on a shirt. Yeah. We don't yeah. know any of the music, you know? Coming out here and it's like, I can sing Garden Grove and everybody knows the rap part. Yes. Like, usually that's the type of thing where people just start mumbling because like that's when it starts to get messy <laughs> no. so, like everybody knows so it's i i just i i really embrace being in california too because it's something that i've been trying to do for like a hot minute like i've yeah i've been wanting dreaming about being a cali girl for like ever it like, suits you you know when i was living in new york so many people used to ask me if i was from california and i was like damn i'm from here <laughs> you're like i am from here yeah i'm <laughs> like i know exactly where we are right now i'm like i've never been to california <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's getting late and you've been here all day. I have one important question I have to ask. Shoot. 
If you could be any animal, what animal would you be? Ooh. 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 See, it's important. <laughs> it's hard, though, because it's like, do I want to be flying? Or, like, do I want to be, like, something that's, like, high up in a tree? Or do I want to be in the ocean? I think the ocean scares me too much. Like, as <laughs> much as I would love to, like, see what's down there, because I think, like, how we haven't really explored much of the ocean is, like, mine. I kind of want to be like, yo, what's down there? Yeah. But I'm too scared, so definitely maybe not. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I'm like, it's really scary now that you put it that way. It's like you're in there and it's like you can't see around you all the time. Like, no, thank you. Everything like, glows. Yeah. You're like, you glow because you're your own flashlight, buddy. That, that's a high risk with we don't know the reward, so we don't, I don't know so about nothing that. nothing in the ocean. Nothing Got in it. the ocean. It might be a bird, but... I'm kind of like also feeling like monkey vibes, like on the top of the canopies yeah. and the trees. You can like swing, see what's up. But you can also like pop your head up and see what's going on up there. But maybe a bird, because I think it would be dope to fly. Because I like going places, and I feel like the reason I don't go places is because flying's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it so is. it's like if I just had wings that would take me places. A bird that can fly. Because that's fair yes so it's yeah. wings cannot be broken yeah because <laughs> and not a penguin and not an ostrich that's what i'm saying because yeah. i know not someone's gonna be like oh you're gonna be a fucking penguin Which yeah like, <laughs> a i'm bird a volcano bird why i to see so, the sky i would be a poisonous tree frog Ooh, okay. or a toxic butterfly so i want to be small and be in like the forest or the jungle but i don't want anything to touch me i like it and so you had the vibe of you want to be up in the canopy you're i'll pick a bird i'll pick a monkey but i want to be up in that level mm -hmm. and so that's i love that respectable and i always choose the giraffe because i like like to just watch and make sure everything's okay and i take care of everybody I around me and i'm just like that kind of person so oh, i'm the giraffe that. i have the giraffe love she does. I love that. Normal um, size neck, though. Normal yes. size neck. Very beautiful neck. <laughs> so good neck. Yeah, there you go. So where can we find you? Um, if you guys want to follow me at Vanalia Music, V-A-N-A-L-I-Y-A Music, Instagram, Facebook, surprisingly TikTok. I'm on that now. Um, yeah, just any anywhere y'all can find me, and I, I would love to see y'all at a show. VanaliaMusic.com. You can get tickets and. Uh, uh, yeah, if you come to a show, I can almost guarantee you a hug. If you make it known that you're there, I can give you a hug. Yes. Yeah, she does stay after to make sure that everybody who wants a hug gets a hug so that they leave feeling the love. That's kind of why we're doing this so late. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm She's very like, patient. <laughs> I'm, I'm very grateful for their patience because oh, yeah. they've had the most patience. In the, even before we started this, we got interrupted. So they're, they're, <laughs> and they're super fine, sweet. Yeah. I mean, well, we've, we've I'm grateful to to you were fine with me dropping my camera 12 times. <laughs> so. Hey, man, us girls got to lift each other yeah. up. If not, the camera's going to fall all the time. Nobody's even yeah. going to know it fell. So. Exactly. You all don't know yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> well, thank you very yeah, much. Thank you guys yeah, for having me. Thank you so me. much. Yeah. She was very fun to talk to. It was very, very late and <laughs> very dark. Sorry, guys. So, we wanted to keep the whole ambiance, you know? We're like, what can we do to like make sure that the whole show is dark as fuck for them? She, so, she makes sure that she gives anyone who wants love, love. After her show, she will stay there until the lights are out and everybody is gone to make sure that she gives every fan that attention. And she she didn't used to be able to do that and now she has the opportunity to do it and she fucking does. Yeah. And it was really cool to see and it was also really late. Yeah, <laughs> it was really late. We've never stayed at Sea Legs that late before. We are usually gone before that, definitely before they close. They closed. Um, we were literally in the back um, and the people working there were walking by, like, with their fa flashlight looking like, are you guys going to leave? <laughs> by the time we did leave, they were all just sitting there on benches around, like, the counter just waiting so that they could lock up. Yeah. And, you know, they never complained. No. They never asked us to leave. Like, they respected what we were doing, and they were fucking happy that she was there. Yeah. It was cool. It was it was really cool talking to her too. Um, We've tried to get an interview with her before and it just didn't work out and and like Jesse said it's just you know now she's able to like really give her fans and and her attention her full attention to what she's doing and it's really nice. It's nice to see her um living her dream and being that, you know, giving her everything to it without anything holding her back. It's really really cool. Yes, her full self. Yeah. And we got 
the full true Vana. Yeah. So I'm really happy actually that we waited because um, the last time we met with her, it just wasn't the right time and the atmosphere wasn't the same. Yes. This experience at Sea Legs this time was probably one of the coolest um, times I've been to Sea Legs. I can't even tell you how many times I've been there, but that was one of the times and one of the more memorable times that I'll that I'll have because we were so close to the the musical artists. We were like we were close to all the people that were there playing, and I mean we were there watching them but we were there with them rooting them on and it was different and it I there felt was very like, cool <laughs> <laughs> it did feel cool yeah. we had friends who were the fans and we had friends who were the artists yeah some of our former guests were there Dora Lee was there and she was a fucking sweetheart oh, she's so much fun to hang out with she's <laughs> one of the coolest chicks I've ever met she's so cool and she's yeah. hilarious too. oh she's funny <laughs> and Metz is there yeah he's the DJ whenever we're there and uh, Mike and Chris and Swing and Johnny was people. there people were singing to us yeah, they wanted us to hear their music or they were just making shit up. Yeah. Like, we were sat around the fire and they made up songs. I think I even got to make up a song. was like playing we were sitting around a fire that somebody had left behind when they left and yeah which was nice thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was cold yeah i wasn't like prepared to be at the beach at night no the beach at night is cold yeah fuck the winter like jared Watson <laughs> yeah says. thank you jared for saying that out loud yeah that's why we live here that's the point point. and it's still cold sometimes here it gets cold as fuck <laughs> Especially by the beach. Vana, uh, she's crazy. She's like, I'm not cold. She had her overalls on. I fucking love overalls. Yeah. Watch our live with Kimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the live with Kimmy was fun. That was just this past weekend. The interview with Vana was amazing. It was worth waiting and it was worth being there late at night. When we meet these musical artists, um, we aren't just meeting artists now we're becoming friends with them as well we're friends with everybody that we've interviewed and it's so cool it's really nice every person you meet yeah becomes part of your story yeah and we are becoming part of their story and they are becoming part of ours and we do our best to maintain that connection with everybody that we've had so that we can continue to show them love and support throughout right. their journey whatever they choose to do we are given something very special yeah to to be able to do and so it's really nice to be able to do that and then bring it to the world or to whoever's willing to listen like literally we're just trying to Bring everybody the music, bring everybody the love, bring everybody the, the com you know, the community. <laughs> I said community so many times in our last episode. Yeah. The community supports the community. One thing that we've been saying this whole time that we've decided to change, yes. Dirty Sisters Organization, we could, we're calling it a reggae organization. It's not. It's a music it's organization. It's a music organization. It's not a place to teach music. It's a place to come and we can guide you to find out where you can learn music. 
Yeah. It, it's like the yellow pages of the music industry. And we're funny as fuck, so. <laughs> <laughs> she is correct. See? So, win-win. Also, we're pretty. <laughs> I'm working on that one. Fuck, oh, I don't pretty. know. Fuck, she's oh, you're pretty. I'm, yeah. I'm having that. I've been too many different versions physically, so I just stopped looking at the mirror for a minute. And you know, then I hear my ex in my head. It was He meant it as a kindness. He said, you should look in the mirror before you do those things. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't. I was good at I was videotaping myself saying something and I fucking videoed it and then when I was done and I rewatched it, I thought that same thing. <laughs> I, thought, I thought exactly what Jesse tells me that David says. I was like, dang, you should have listened to Jesse, listen to David. When I think it, I always tell her. I should have looked in the mirror before I recorded that video. Fuck. <laughs> it fucking matters. People are dicks if you look like shit. <laughs> you were um, we recently were informed you can get dildos and vibrators at Target and Walmart. You can. I thought you had to go to specialty stores and... Or order them on Amazon. Yeah. Or order big, <laughs> huge, inappropriate ones and send them to your friends. And Now I'm mad because I'm like, well, why isn't there weed at Walmart? <laughs> yeah, what bullshit. the fuck? Dang. <laughs> you can get booze. You can get bangs. Dildos. Fucking stupid. You can't even buy weed when you're there. So you can't get everything at Walmart. Where's the blunt? I'd like the blunt aisle, please. Where do we eat at? Could you imagine how weird the people at Walmart would be if, if there was like, weed? You'd have to have security at each end. To keep things fun, a cheap date idea is go to Walmart. <laughs> or Target. But Walmart, preferably because it's cheaper. Um, Who can pick out the best date at Walmart? Here's 50 bucks. And my sister's like, all right, he's going to get a movie. He's going to get snacks. Like, I know what's fucking happening. <laughs> and I informed her of the dildo vibrator information. And so she was like, boom, date idea, going to Walmart. Who can pick out the best, most romantic date? So she got a blanket, a basket. She made a picnic. She got a, a toy, planned them a picnic and paid for like, it was all in a box, ready to go from Walmart. There's a perfect date. And we were like, well, fuck. That escalated into a great idea. We will let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> so you each go to Walmart separately? Yeah. Separately. And you pick out whatever you want to do, whatever your date is. Get your Have budget. Fun. And, like... And that's good for the holidays. Or and you get two so, dates out of it. Technically, you get three because the Walmart one is a trip out. Trying to figure it out. Like, buying the stuff yeah. counts as, like, an outing. And then you have your date, and then you have Yeah, it gives date. you quite a bit of things to do. Keep your marriage happy and <laughs> fun and exciting. Yeah. Still no date. No updates. No updates on the dates. But she's also been in the hospital, and we've been working. I saw a meme that said, life is short. We should fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not really into casual sex. Just saying, throwing that out there. For <laughs> yeah, the world. don't. No, thank don't you. really hit her up. But I was like, dang, I I almost lost it last week. So I was like, if anyone's just trying to shoot your shot, fucking do it. I don't got a lot of time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a lot of time. I do. I plan on being super fucking old. She's going to be so old. Way old. Way, way, way old. Check the merch. Oh, we have new merch. Oh, yeah. We went on our Nameless Facebook page and we asked our listeners some of their favorite quotes are that Jesse and I have said. And so one quote was something that Jesse said in one of our episodes. I smoke weed and say fuck a lot. I was just being honest. <laughs> if you want to know me, I smoke weed and say fuck a lot. So guess what? You can now go on to DirtySisters.org and you can purchase a shirt that says just that. So if you smoke weed and, and say, say fuck, fuck a lot, lot, there is a shirt for you. Yeah, and it helps support us. And, you know, we help support all kinds of things. So it just helps support the world world do you and, want to tell them about mine no <laughs> well because everybody needs help because everything's weird everything's weird and every time i tell melissa anything that's going on she goes everything's, everything's weird. weird and it is that is an absolutely true statement and it makes me feel better all the time because i'm like <laughs> it, she's right it is everything is weird and it's like the most truth
truthful shirt I've ever seen. So we made that into a shirt too. Go to the website. Check out our socials. Yeah, I said them in the beginning. It's uh, obviously mine's Melissa Pofek and... Jesse Rules. Jesse Rules. We don't actually say that a lot. We just yeah. say Jesse and Melissa. Yeah. Do everything to follow us and to help support us because we really are just trying to make the world a better place. We're trying to help everybody we possibly can, anywhere we can. And the community supports the community. That's what we wanted to do was help everybody and support everybody that we can. And, you know, that's what Melissa's story is about Dirty Sisters. She needed support and she realized other people also needed that. So she made a safe space for people to give and receive that kind of love based around a mutual love of a band because that music is love and music is family. Yeah. And and now we have it and we want to be able to do that as much as we can and we want to be able to support anybody working to be their best selves. Yeah, and to push people to do that too. And yes, and Anthony is updating the website. There's a few changes that we made. So like I said, keep checking back because We like to change the website as much as we can too sometimes because we just want everybody to have all the cool stuff. And maybe I just missed Anthony. So I was like, I'm going to email him and make up something for him to do. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. But check the website because the merch is sexy. And supporting your friends feels really good. And one thing about giving support is that people give it back. And one thing that was really, really nice and cool was... So we mentioned Forsyth Imaging in our last episode. I had Check them out because I did go and check them out. And um, some of the photos on there are freaking so hot. And they're, they're beautiful. So we gave a really nice shout out like in honor of all the photographers. And we, we name dropped a couple. Fuck, man. It was really nice yeah. because that little clip from our episode, our last episode, he pulled it and gave us a really fucking nice shout, shout out, out and thank you on his page and like dang man that kind of shit is so cool that was fucking kind that was nice and it gave me good feels and i was like melissa did you see this and she's like i don't know what you're fucking talking about what? <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like look <laughs> and then she got all the good feels and was like oh so, like, you give the love that you want to get, and we did, and fuck, that was really nice. So, yeah. thank you. So, now I want to tell everybody a lot more times, go to that website. Look at the pictures. You can purchase prints. You can, different sizes and shit. Anything you want. If you see something you love, and you're like, oh, that would look great on my wall, it will. Yes. It will look great on your wall. Hit them up. Let them know. Also, I wouldn't know any of these festivals existed if it weren't for the photos. There was just a fucking thing that happened, I believe, in Arizona. Uh-huh. This past weekend, it was like a spooky maze concert festival thing. Joa's Daydream was there. Oh, dang. I know. I didn't even know. And we had a lot of friends there, like a lot of friends. And I was like looking at these pictures and I'm like, dang, we just saw all these people like, <laughs> fuck, you guys travel a lot. People in other states are like here and there all the time and uh, traveling hurts me. I and I'm like, I just want to be home. Yeah, I told you the grandma stage. Yeah. <laughs> she used to go to the yeah. river all the time. Yeah. We used to, I'd be like, no, we can't record on weekends. Melissa's at the river again. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Now she's like, oh, I have to leave. I don't want to go. I was hoping you'd cancel. <laughs> <laughs> she's all, she just says that shit yeah. out loud, too. I laugh. I'm like, I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> I'll show up fucking bleeding and I puking. know. I'm like, fuck. You can never, with Jesse, you can't ever get out of anything because you can't, there's no fucking excuse. And you can't even say you're dying. You literally can't go, I'm dying. I can't make it because I'm dying. She'll be like, and? Ah, fuck. <laughs> fuck, okay. <laughs> I literally dropped my kids off at school puking in a bucket. Yeah. I love you guys. Yeah, I'm like, Bye. I'm Ugh, like, I, I used to like to fucking complain and get out of shit like a lot before huh. I met Jesse. <laughs> I guess I was supposed to meet Jesse because now I like have to really keep my word and like follow through and not I, like make up random excuses. Like follow through is sexy, you guys. My problem is this is I always did want to be the follow through, but I drank all the time. So I was like either hung over or I was drinking and I didn't want to go somewhere because I didn't want to drink and drive. But now that I'm like sober and normal and fucking boring. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't want to go, you're going to have to just admit you don't want to go. Yeah, I literally have to say, Jesse. 
Jesse, I don't want to go. You can't be like, oh, well, because this doesn't feel good. And like, yeah. I'll be like, fucking so. Come on, man. I'm <laughs> barely going. I said so, I'd be there. I'm here. So, yeah. If you guys ever see me and it looks like I don't want to fucking be there. She doesn't. It's probably because I didn't want to be there. Huh. <laughs> and I was like, I showed up. Are you coming? Well, I'm like an eye patch or something weird. <laughs> My hips are tied together. There's a scarf. Yeah. I got a cane. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. I'm like, I did it. <laughs> She's on here. Yay. <laughs> She's like, fuck. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> Gimpy ass one made it. I guess I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> but welcome. it's good. <laughs> I'm the accountability buddy. <laughs> they said to get one of those when I was in rehab. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> it's good to have friends. Yeah. I started the episode saying it's good to have friends and thank you. Yeah. And so the end. <laughs> <laughs>